You're listening to the MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update Podcast. And we start off with a sense of how the markets have performed. Been an interesting day on uh, the market front. And we're going to try something new with this one. Uh, we're, it's the last Thursday of the month. And why not take a look at the RAND's performance over the month? So we're going to look a, we're going to do a bit of a deeper dive into the performance of our local currency, our expectations around the RAND. And we'll possibly do this every month uh, on the last Thursday of every month, looking into how the RAND has performed uh, and what we can make sense of if we can uh, and joining me for this is the forex sales trader at Rand merchant bank keenan moses good evening keenan thanks so much for taking the time uh the rand's performance looking a little better over the last couple of days but we're still set to close almost three percent weaker against the dollar if this continues for uh, another week when we close out the month next week Thank you for having me. Um, so, yeah, I think it's uh, it's an interesting day, interesting week, um, as you mentioned, uh, related to the RAND. I think we definitely uh, did see it come off um, in terms of, um, I think, where we were uh, beginning of the, at least towards the end of the year last year. We did have this continued um, sort of theme where the RAND is sh- uh, showing quite a bit of um, basically weakness. Uh, and we did end out 20 out of 23 uh, in the emerging market bar- basket of currencies. So yeah, the RAND closing at 1831. We started the CLO, but more of a, a jaded approach. Uh, lots of range bound trade in the first week between 1850 to 1865, uh, as we waited for the holidaymakers to make their way back and obviously for volumes to pick up. Um, last week, we saw the RAND sort of weaken on the back of a strong dollar, and that just came uh, on the back of the World Economic Forum that was held in Davos. Uh, I think analysts, economists, and the like were paying quite a bit of attention to the country coming out of the World Economic Forum, and I think uh, that obviously just uh, gave us a little bit more of a setback in terms of where the RAND traded uh, and the dollar looking to, to, uh, to, to obviously gain on the back of higher for longer in terms of interest rates. So, um, yeah, I think that's just, that's just been sort of the story at the moment for the RAND. Keenan, what do we make of the expectations going into February and potentially for the rest of the year? I mean, we've got elections looming um, and we know that it's elections not just in South Africa, but in the U.S. as well and in the U.K. So pound dollar is going to be affected. Uh, sorry, pound rand is going to be affected. A dollar rand is going to be affected. Um, pretty much all the majors, um, I, I suppose there's U.S. Uh, U, uh, Euro elections as well. So that might have a bearing there. I'm not sure if that will be a significant factor, but obviously... Um, there's a lot that's at play here. What do we think February is going to look like? Um, and what do we think the tone is going to be going into the rest of the months of the year? Correct, yeah, absolutely. I think I heard a, a strange stat that 70 to 74 countries will be uh, taking to the polls this year. I think that's the first in, in, its, uh, in its history. So, yeah, I think just in that whole, in that whole sense, it just gives us a, a good setting of what the, uh, the expectations are in terms of uh, volatility um, just going into this year alone. Uh, just on the back of the round, it should say stable and claw back a lot of the latter part of the of the year. Economists see GDP at about 1.5% in the second half of 2024. There's still a bit of uneasiness about structural crisis in terms of ESCOM and load shedding, as well as logistics bottlenecks in terms of the port and rails locally. Uh, yeah, I think just running into uh, more of the uh, challenges that we probably had last year. Uh, and obviously then going into these geopolitical issues that we've had, right? So a lot of uh, issues in, in the Middle East, which is affecting our energy prices. Um, and then obviously just coupled with the U.S. at the moment, right? Everyone's tracking sort of where uh, and what the Fed is doing. So I think, uh, again, with all of this, unex- this, this uncertainty in the market at the moment, we are definitely going to um, 
be hands on the trigger, ready to go um, if, if we are in a favorable position. Favorable position. But um, I definitely think your yeah, expectations are, are, are out uh, in terms of uh, volatility-wise. You touched on a couple of these global factors, Keenan, and there's analyst expectations that we're going to see the RAND get to about 17 RAND 70 by the end of the year. Is this realistic given those global concerns that you alluded to? Absolutely. And I think uh, RMB as well has um, the RAND ending at December 2024 at 17.75. So we're not too far off from where um, the general consensus is. The expectation is that there is 125 basis point cuts uh, in 2024 locally in comparison to where the 475 basis point increase from 2021 to 2023. Um, the idea is that we should see some local strength on the back of a weak outlook on the US dollar. Uh, market is pricing in a few cuts, obviously, on their side. But when they do that and how they do that will be sort of the big carry trait. We also have, obviously, the, the US uh, national elections, which are a, a big focal point that relates to, I think, a global uh, setting. And, um, yeah, I think definitely uh, on the back of the interest rates as well. So I think yeah, definitely would you, understanding, definitely going back to this, uh, the understanding of where um, the lowest interest rates come in and, the gov- and, and how we could um, just adapt to that. Kenan, did you say you anticipate a 175 basis point cut throughout the year? So 1.75% over the course uh, of the year? Analysts have it at 125. 125, not 175. Yeah. All right, so 1.25% cut. That could be, what, five consecutive cuts of 0.25% uh, or 25 basis points uh, five times throughout the year. Um, but we only expect that this will happen throughout uh, from sort of Q2 uh, of the year. I mean, the uh, Reserve Bank governor said very clearly today that rate cuts are not uh, a function of time, but a function of conditions. And we saw that inflation is still not where uh, they want the, uh, still not at that midpoint uh, range. Um, Looking at emerging markets and the performance of the RAND, right? So last year, as you alluded to, the RAND was ranked as amongst one of the worst performing emerging market currencies, if not the worst. And the Reserve Bank Governor reiterated that today as well. Uh, you touched on risks earlier. What risks do you see still persisting this year that were there last year that could prevent the RAND from showing uh, the strength that we hope it sees? Yeah, absolutely. I think there's, there is going to be these ongoing risks, and I think we do carry quite a bit of these risks from uh, last year. So structural issues, infrastructure, um, as I mentioned and alluded to, the ports as well as um, the the um, railway lines. And I think just on the energy front as well, I mean, we paid so much attention to what happened to ESCOM last year and the pressure that was, that, that was placed on the grid. So the idea is that there should be some form of sustainable energy going into this year to, to relieve that pressure off ESCOM. So hopefully that proves to be a little bit more RAND positive. And then if you look abroad, I think, um, again, everything happening in the Middle East uh, at the moment, as well as the, the Red Sea issue, uh, which is causing quite a bit of strain, especially to our local importers and exporters, um, trying to get in uh, products and our products uh, through the ports and the like. So, yes, definitely that. And I think also comes into play budget constraints. And you go back to um, the governor's policy, right? The idea was him reaching inflation targets. That's the main one of the main policies he mentioned today, um, the reduced fiscal deficits and lowering debt levels. So I think just coupled with that and just the trend that the uh, the rest of the reserve banks around the world are taking, um, as the ECB also just chose to hold uh, at 4% on their rate decision today as well. So yes, I think the sustainability of the RAND will definitely be tested um, just on the back of these specific factors. 
Kiran, I want to pick your brain about a theoretical situation, right? So we're, we're expecting, and obviously analysts' expectations adjust as the year goes on. We're expecting at this stage uh, the 1.25% cuts that you said. Um, if those cuts don't materialize and we don't get the full uh, 1.25%, do you think this will have uh, the rand back above 18 rand towards the end of the year? Is there a projection uh, or an outline where uh, we say, okay, we might not get all the rate cuts this year, we'll get a bit more next year, perhaps if they start a bit later, and would that then have a material impact on the performance of the rand? So ideally, I mean, I think it's a great question that you've asked. I think the idea is that we manage this inflation number, and I think if it goes back to we don't and we don't get these interest rate cuts, yes, correct. We do see potential blowouts going up to about 1950. Uh, but that's obviously Ouch. just on the top side with being very yeah, very, very pessimistic um, and obviously uh, us not regaining our, our growth uh, pattern that we should uh, latter half of, of the year. Uh, just obviously after everything else would happen with the beginning of the year, like with the likes of in um, the uh, national election, uh, national budget, that all comes into play. So, yeah, look, it is it is a, a little bit of a far cry in terms of should we not get there, where do we go to from there? But I do I do believe that uh, 125 basis point cut is uh, should should be on the cards for for this year. Well, we hope that we get to that, uh, and we hope that that rate cut, those rate cuts come through sooner rather than later. I know we've still got about a week or so of rand movements and rand performance uh, to get through. Um, Kenan, before I let you go, what are your thoughts on where the rand's going to close out the month? We're almost down three percent. We're at eighteen eighty three or eighteen eighty or so. Do you think sure. we'll get to eighteen fifty by the end of the month or in the next week? Well- so, so we had it open at 1888 today. Lows got to about 1881. Highs at 1894. Our traders are looking at um, obviously the Fed meeting next week, Wednesday, and uh, basically what could potentially come out of that. The market has priced in no move uh, and no interest rate hike. So we should see some fairly range bond trade from now till maybe the end of the week, at the end of the month. Uh, and uh, just purely based on on that, I would say we're probably looking at about 1860 uh, to uh, ranges to about 1875, 1880 on the close. If anything, obviously, were to come into play and does blow it out, then we do have AR 90, 1905 as a top end. That's not a number that we want to be anywhere near, especially if we're thinking about the fact that uh, oil prices have gone up and we could potentially see fuel prices increase off the back of that. But we'll leave it at that, Akinan. We'll catch up uh, when uh, we'll catch up hopefully next month as well, or sooner than that if something happens uh, when we look at the Rand's performance again in greater detail. Uh, thanks so much for your time, Kenan. That's Kenan Moses, Forex, a sales trader at Rand Merchant Bank, sharing his thoughts on uh, the Rand's performance for the month of January and what we can potentially expect for the rest of the year. You've been listening to another MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update podcast, uploaded weekdays at 7 p.m. For more MoneyWeb podcasts, go to moneyweb.co.za or the app and follow MoneyWeb News for daily updates.